0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to all who have already started celebrating.
0: Yeah. Or Do you have a drink of choice for Thanksgiving? Are you like a cider guy?
1: Um, I don't think so. Yeah? I'm not as good as I once was, so it's hard for me to drink and actually eat. (laughs) At the level that I would like to,
0: you had to pick a struggle.
1: So yes, I usually pick the, I pick the food struggle over the beverage struggle.
0: You know, I really think that this is probably the best day of the year because it's where I where anyone really can be fat in peace. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's sitting there saying, "Oh my God, you're going for your third helping." I am, Uncle Joe. I am. <laughs> In what? You're, you're going for another piece of pie? It sure am. I absolutely, you no, can just do it. It
1: should be a judgment-free zone. It should be,
0: right? Should I, be. I hope that however you eat tomorrow, you eat in peace.
1: What we do need to judge, though, is the NFL. <laughs> in the all completely original, never duplicated, NFL power rankings. Trumpets. <laughs> all right, so let's start with number four. On your all-original NFL power rankings, Candace Cooper.
0: Oh, my gosh. So uh, number four for me is the Patriots have to play on Thanksgiving for the first time in a decade.
1: And we know what happened the last time they played on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, it got a little spicy, right?
1: The butt fumble.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to like make a good joke for the butt fumble, but, yeah. you know, it's that. But I think now the Patriots are just a regular schmegular team. They just have to play on Thanksgiving. They don't have the VIP access of playing when they feel like it. It's just the Patriots really are just taking a different turn. Okay. In a, in a sense.
1: My number four is a former Jets quarterback, and that's <laughs> Sam Darnold. We'll be coming off of Mothballs to start this week against Russell Wilson, <laughs> Mr. Unlimited, and the Denver Broncos. That's right. As the Panthers return to Charlotte. <laughs> Man, these are two offenses that really kind of deserve each other, aren't they?
0: Honestly, it's a game that deserves each other.
1: So, P.J. Walker banged up. Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's actually banged up or if they really just don't want him to get the 70% of the team's snaps, to which turns their fifth-round pick into a fourth-round pick that they would owe the Cleveland Browns. That's smart. So, I think they said, you know what? We're paying Sam Darnold all this money. Yeah. $18 million this year to do nothing. Let's see what we can do with Sam Darnold. I, I mean, Denver's defense obviously is very good, yes. but Denver's a mess. The Panthers are a mess. I really hope there's some hazard pay for Panthers fans on this Sunday.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: All right, your number three. My
0: number three would be the Titans offensive uh, coordinator, Todd Downing, and then Cardinals coach, Sean Coogler, Having a little bit of a hey, guys, we're not old, we're not what we used to be. They're they're feeling a little young minded. Todd Downing getting the DUI arrest, Sean Kugler getting fired for groping allegedly groping a female. Like, guys, focus on the main thing, keep the main thing the main thing. Let's give it, let's get back to our jobs, which is just coaching and all the extra shenanigans. Seem to be a lot going on right now. I don't understand it in our year in Lord of Savior 2022. Why are we still touching women inappropriately?
1: Right, it
0: consent is a beautiful thing.
1: (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. Totally agree. (laughs) My number three is a current Jets quarterback. Okay. The Jets quarterback carousel is spitting to Mike White. Woo! Mike White will be starting for the Jets after Zach Wilson has kind of really hit the point of, hey, our number two overall pick, not only is he not that good, but he's not helping us. And given where we are in the AFC East, we actually have a chance to make the playoffs. So we need to put somebody at quarterback who can actually help us win games yeah think about that it's the Jets brass wisely asked themselves who's gonna help us I probably would have went Flacco here you think so but but they are kind of putting a half of an eye on the future here with Mike White I guess they want to see if the fluke that is Mike White last year you know remember he had a four touchdown yep. game and everyone was like give Mike White a chance and the Jets were like, "Okay, let's ease up with so the So you think Mike this way. is more
0: about Mike than it is about a punishment for Zach?
1: Well, I mean, Zach Wilson came out, made the comp, basically was asked if he felt like he let the rest of the team down. Right. Defense team was like, "No." Yeah, and I'm like, mm, you guys didn't score a touchdown. It's not <laughs> good."
0: Humility is key, but that's hard. But for that, no, I don't think it's
1: punishment. I think it's legitimately. You look where they are. You mentioned how the Patriots are now a regular smegular team. Well, yeah. they're. But all of them are trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, they And are. Th- that wild card spot is open. We all went into the year thinking the AFC West was going to be so great. It's not. Newsflash. So there's plenty of space there for either the Jets or the Patriots to get a wild card spot. Right. And actually, the Dolphins might end up winning that division. So. Why are you playing? We'll see. We'll see. All right, you're number two.
0: Number two would be Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears quarterback, deciding or not even deciding he is playing through an injury, a broken shoulder. And I'm just sitting here saying you guys have finally found a quarterback that is halfway (laughs) decent enough, athletic enough to get you through a strong season. Do we think we should bench him or should we play through some injury? I'm sitting here saying let's just preserve this man for years beyond just what we're going through right now.
1: Makes sense to me. I am going to go with uh, dumped running backs this week the bear uh, excuse me the Broncos got this started by dumping Melvin Gordon after his latest fumble yeah he's gone like if you play running back in the NFL, you better secure your money yeah. and you better do it quickly otherwise it's just not going to happen for you yeah. now I know uh, Darrell Henderson's not having an amazing year for the Rams, but he is their leading rusher. He was. Yep. He got waived today by the Rams. So you know, if you, again, if you play running back in the NFL, make sure you get that money while you can get that money.
0: Christian McCaffrey took. He knew what to do.
1: But yes, we have to give Christian McCaffrey <laughs>
0: some credit. All
1: credit for doing that. All right, you're number one in the all original, never duplicated. <laughs> The, Gi- OG NFL
0: the Giants and Cowboys are actually playing for something for the first time. And what? God knows how long their Thanksgiving matchup is going to be. Both teams are seven and three. We're not talking about the NFC lease right now. It's exciting times. Giants fan myself. It's just really good to see quality football potentially between these two teams. Desperate need really for the Giants more so than the Cowboys. But here we are. Playing good football here for two historically good or historic programs here in the nfl
1: speaking of available wild card spots yeah i mean you look at the nfc side it could legitimately be all of the wild card spots
2: yeah
1: right i mean the way the commanders are playing you got the giants and the cowboys i don't think any of them are going to catch the eagles do you no so
0: unless say, so unless the eagles squat the bed which i don't see it happening
1: the problem with the eagles falling off is you have to look at the eagles schedule yeah right I think their 9-1 record has been mostly based off of taking care of business against lesser teams. I'm not going to begrudge that. Right. Okay? They've got the carcass of um, Green Bay next. Yeah. Tennessee, who's playing well. Then they go to the Giants. After that, I don't know, man. I think it really opens up for the Absolutely. Eagles. 100% agree. All right, so my number one, yes. same as this week, as it ever was, Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia, <laughs> and not for beating the Cleveland Browns in Detroit, 31-23. <laughs> no, no, no. This specifically goes to the Mafia for bringing their snow plows and their, and their shields and their snow blowers and making sure that the Bills players <laughs> could dig out from the great storm of 22 yeah, and get to the airport to go to the game and win the game. That's it's dedication. about time somebody recognized the Bills Mafia. Yeah. And that's what we do on this program.
0: <laughs> Give them all the praise and glory. But you, I guess my biggest question, how do they know where they live?
1: Well, let's, you know, okay. let's okay. probably best not to ask those questions. Okay, okay, got it. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. It's the OG. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. For all who celebrate.
0: How do you not celebrate just eating good? At that, eat good, judgment-free, be big in peace. We love it.
1: It is the best holiday that there is. And West Durham is the best that there is at the ACC Network.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: It's a Wednesday. <laughs> hey, by Son the way. He joins us.
2: Like it. Notice the shirt. First round of the playoffs coming up Saturday in Greenville, Gillio. Here we go. Fighting Phoenix. Let's go. Love it.
1: Love right. it. Love it you'll be at
2: Wake Forest. Coop good to see you Coop good to you look see good you. thank you Thanks. I'm good. Uh, I'll be at Wallace Wade Stadium yes Joe
1: yes, you'll have Wake Forest and Duke if Mike Elko wins this game, Duke wins this game should he be the ACC coach of the year let's start there
2: uh yeah I think he's I think he's a very strong candidate for it to be honest Joe I think what he's done is remarkable and and Kevin Johns and Rob Smith and all everybody involved in this process. Uh, deserves some credit. I, I think he's done just terrific work. And a lot of it, I think, was put in place before the season started, and then they, you know, were able to survive the dips a little bit. Now, I'm not crazy how the ball game ended Saturday. I thought they had some real opportunities to win at Pittsburgh and not getting that done, you know, giving them an eighth win, that would have been something, right? Um, I, I think that he's done as good a job as any first-year guy we've seen in a long time. And – it just validates what I thought Nina King and those folks when they hired him were looking for, and that's somebody to, and I'm, and it's interesting we're doing Saturday because some of our storyline Saturday is Dave Clawson was hired nine years ago to do the same thing in Winston-Salem, right, and has done a pretty good job of doing it. And I think Mike Elko's long-term plan probably emulates some of the things he learned working for Dave Clawson, not just at Wake Forest, but Richmond and Bowling Green and places like that along the way.
1: West Durham ACC Network joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. The big game, of course, is on Friday. Wes, it's the Wolfpack <laughs> against the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill. Yeah. Who do you who do you think this game means more to?
2: Um, boy, that's a really good question. I'm going to say it means more to. Uh, I'm going to say it means more to NC State. Carolina knows they're in the championship game okay I I mean it's going to be important to both schools but I would I would tilt toward the wolfpack because if NC State goes in there and beats Carolina as decimated as they are in some respects from an injury perspective, Joe and off the disappointment of Saturday and you know just kind of the the way the last month has gone it's a pretty that's a pretty important statement for Dave Dorn's program. I mean, think about it. Carolina, yes, no, lost last week to Georgia Tech. But if you go to Chapel Hill and win with some of the guys, I mean, do we know that Drake Thomas is going to play? Doesn't, I mean, he didn't play last week, right?
1: Uh, um, no, Peyton Wilson didn't play last week.
2: Peyton Wilson, I'm sorry. Peyton Wilson didn't play last week. Uh, you know, it was, it was a you know, trial by error a little bit. You go to Chapel Hill and win now? Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, that's saying something. Now, on the other hand, Carolina wants to be that team and be that kind of factor in this race. They gave that up last week when they lost to Georgia Tech. But North Carolina, if you want to have some degree of momentum about who you are after out of this year, you better win the game. And you better play pretty hard next Saturday night in Charlotte, too.
0: Absolutely. How important is this game for North Carolina in preparation with a good defense for a Clemson who will be an even better defense, arguably?
2: Well, Candice, it's interesting you bring that part of it up. I think Clemson's not as good as NC State hmm. in the back. Okay. I am not a fan of where Clemson has gone in the secondary. I think NC State's a much better team when healthy in the secondary than NC than uh, Clemson is. That's fair. Um, the front seven, yeah. Front seven's got some dudes at Clemson. NC State's got dudes. When NC State and Clemson are fully healthy, their front seven is really good, but I would probably give Clemson the edge there a little bit because – I'm a huge Barrett Carter guy, uh, love Trenton Simpson, and mm-hmm. like where Jeremiah Trotter Jr. has gone this year. But, you know, Isaiah Moore and all those guys that played NC State, that's a that's a veteran, veteran group who's had a lot of success. For Carolina, I think they need to be – success. Carolina needs to run the football. As much as we're all enamored with what Drake May did, I thought last Saturday night when they got away from running the ball against Georgia Tech was when that allowed Georgia Tech to kind of get back in it. Now, I'm not Mac Brown, and I'm not trying to coach the team, okay? But it just seemed to me that Elijah Green ripped off a big touchdown run and was having some great success running the ball, and they got away from it. And I'll be really interested to see how the first few minutes of that ball game go uh, on Friday afternoon because I think temperament is going to be huge in that. Um, it typically is, but I think even more so given the climate of the way NC State played Saturday at Louisville and how Carolina lost Saturday night at home.
1: Wes Turham, ACC Network, joining us here in the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Let me ask you this, Wes. Do you think okay. the Georgia Tech loss fundamentally changed Carolina's season?
2: No, but if you don't win Friday or you don't win the ACC championship, are you going to be regarded? Now we're talking about the off season, right, Joe? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. When you lose well, this to is, Georgia
1: This is my counter to your that the game matters more to state than it well, does to Carolina.
2: I, if they hadn't just,
1: lost to Georgia Tech, I would say to you, you know what? They went 7-1, and one, and they could still win. If they win the ACC championship for the first time since 1980, none of what we're saying matters, period. Correct. Okay. Just
2: like we were talking in August of NC State right. winning the ACC championship for the first time since 79, 79 yeah. right? So, I look, I think – and I said it's 50-50, but if I were tilting an edge, I would just edge it a little bit to NC State because of what's happened in the last couple of months. Now – in terms of what you know, Dave's built and where NC State is, you can point to specific now things that happened that undid this year. But Carolina, if, if you're going to be a darling of the offseason, which I think they are capable of being, you've got to win Friday, and you have to win or be in the game next Saturday night in Charlotte. I think that next Saturday night in Charlotte, regardless of last week for Carolina, is going to be a really interesting game.
0: Yeah. I agree. Are we giving Drake May an invitation to New York either way it goes? I would.
2: Absolutely. Okay. He's going to New York based on the body of work through the season.
0: I think so. Okay.
2: I mean, I saw Blake Corum. I was fortunate to do uh, Illinois-Michigan last week, and I saw Blake Corum live, and he's really, really good. Drake May's better than C.J. Stroud. Mm. Okay? Now, C.J. Stroud may play Lights Out Saturday and beat Michigan, but Blake Corum is legit. I think Caleb Williams has hurt Drake May's Heisman chances Candace more than anything else. Caleb Williams coming alive last Saturday night on that big stage in the UCLA game where it was basically seven on seven at Venice Beach, it looked like. Um... (laughs) I think Caleb Williams ran to the top of a lot of Heisman charts in that ball.
1: More great news for carry commuters with the new go carry app. You can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates, right at your fingertips, save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus with the go carry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the go carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Google Play stores, Go Carry, where getting there is just a tap away. All right, West let's go back a half a step here, please. Okay. <clears throat> I think Drake May has had a better season than CJ Stroud. No question. You're saying you think Drake May is a better player, a better quarterback than CJ Stroud? Yes. Now, let me give you the counter to this because a okay. lot of Carolina fans have gone through, you know, the list of, and, and this is going to come off the wrong way, but mostly it's been, well, look at who Ohio State's played, look at State, look who Carolina's played going through defenses and trying to parse numbers, this whole thing. uh, Has C.J. Stroud put up garbage numbers or not? Do you know who made the biggest case for C.J. Stroud on Saturday? Drake May. No, Josh Downs. Josh Downs. He is clearly the best receiver in the ACC. I might even argue he's the best receiver in the country. Mm -hmm. And obviously, in this game, Josh Downs only had, I think he had two catches or three. Okay? Yeah. Because he's hurt. He was mostly not involved in the game, and it just so happened to be the worst game of the season for Drake May. (laughs) Do you you know who has not had his number one receiver for all but one or two quarters this whole season and yet still has very similar numbers to Drake May? Who now? Josh Downs did miss two games, no doubt. Three if you really want to count the Georgia Tech game. But it's like, am I taking crazy pills?
2: No, I mean, right. but I think, no, I think no, what you're no, talking, Marvin Harrison
1: Jr. is no slouch. None of the rest Marvin of the Carolinas Harrison Jr. Carolinas' other receivers are really good, too, by the way.
2: But, Julia, I was getting ready to say Antoine Green comes back in, and all of a sudden the Drake May thing becomes a thing. Yeah. Right? And Bryson Nesman's healthy at tight end. Yeah. I could argue that the Drake May thing is on another planet. But I guess what I'm getting at here is there are two guys who I have heard that could potentially be the number one draft picks in 24. Okay. Caleb
1: Williams and Drake May.
2: True. And Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. could potentially be the number one pick this year. Yeah, because right? he's on who eligible. The pick. Yeah. yeah, he's eligible. And so I would say, look, we're splitting hairs, but to me, I've had enough tell me in the last month, guys who are not flying a flag, okay, that Drake May has the real possibility to be the number one draft pick in 24. This right week's- now.
1: This week's edition of Pack Therapy on the podcast, Mike Lennon said, Drake May, it's either Drake May or Caleb Williams, and he's that good.
2: I, I don't disagree. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is that while Carolina will go through some changes this year, I think one of the really interesting things about what Carolina's going to go through, and look, I expect Josh Downs to go to the league. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I think it'll be really interesting to see where he falls in the league because I think there are a lot of things about him that play to the strengths of the NFL. But to me, you've got Gavin Blackwell and you've got other guys. And, oh, by the way, there's this other thing out here we now have called the portal.
1: I was just about to tell you.
2: Where where somebody who's really good from somewhere else could say, man, I want to go catch balls from that number 10. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. Jordan Addison wanted to catch them yeah. from Caleb Williams and I- not Keaton Slovis.
1: I do wonder if Carolina will play that game, though, in the portal. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to act like NC State and North Carolina are morally superior to the rest of the country. Like – Like, Clemson has made it pretty clear. Davos Sweeney has made it pretty clear he's not going to play that game. And there's a little bit of him being on his high horse about that, right? Sure. But I look at Matthew Bayer playing for Illinois, by the way. He told Carolina, I need 800K to play for you. Carolina's like, cool, no, we're good. We're not playing that game. You can come here and make money. Armando Baycott's going to make more than a million dollars this year. But we're we're not going to play that game. Well, you so, know, if
0: Carolina wants to visit the transfer portal for defense, I'm not opposed. Uh, I'm not opposed one Well, one bit. And, and
2: Candace <laughs> well, that's, that's where a really all the recruits point. are, though. That's where their that's, talent is. And, and i got to be honest, that's a really interesting point because yeah. here's the thing. We're living in this transactive landscape now where, you know, what USC has done this year has been part and parcel because of the portal. In yeah. fact, more than part and parcel. It's going to
1: be an even bigger story the more USC wins. The more and, USC is involved in the playoffs. it absolutely. becomes an even bigger story.
2: Yeah. And it's going to be bigger starting week after next when most coaches predict we're going to have the wild wild west yeah, and it's already happened i was gonna say it's fcs it's already happened Mm -hmm. it happened starting this week in fcs so look let's wait and see what happens but i think friday will again be a terrific state carolina game it's usually really good and i'm excited to kind of see what happens and then Look forward to having uh, – hey, by the way, Riley Leonard, not bad year either, huh?
0: I'm just saying. Nobody thought Duke was going to be good except me. I just want to go on record that I was at ACC wow, kickoff. Wow, okay, okay. I bet that they were going to win six games, and they've, they've out exceeded my expectations. Who'd you bet?
2: Who did you bet? I bet
0: all of my co-hosts on my Locked on ACC show, they all laughed me off the stage, and I'm a $300 richer, so, you know, sometimes it just pays to know that they always had the horses in the stable. They just needed the leadership, you know?
2: He's done a great job. <laughs> He's done a great. I mean, it's it's yeah. going to be a terrific year next year. When you think about uh, Drake May, Jordan Travis, Riley Leonard, yeah, back in the fold. Because I, hey, look, Julia, I'll say this: tomorrow afternoon's, uh, tomorrow night's other game, Friday night rather's other game, Florida, Florida State is a big game for the ACC. Huge.
1: Well, we we just want to ignore Florida State. Uh, the, the committee does not me. I've got him ranked way high. Uh, I, it's it's amazing that apparently the the LSU game doesn't count for Florida State or anyone. Well, it only else.
2: counts when it only counts when it's to the benefit of the Southeastern Conference.
1: True. Well, I get that part of it, but like I try not to wear the tinfoil hat all the time, <laughs> Doctor Brown. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, tell me who's the president in 1985? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I it just I, I looked at those rankings last night and I couldn't That's, believe it whatever. was both USC and Clemson. Maybe yeah. if we didn't have the direct point of comparison with Clemson and, and LSU, I'd say fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. Also, who are LSU's great wins? They nice. beat Alabama on a two point play.
2: Right. Alabama has two losses by a total of what three points?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I could almost hear Alabama. They didn't lose in regulation. Sometimes yeah. I can hear that argument from people. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Stevens, our great friend, will, will like likes to tell me that about that sometimes. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way,
2: uh, let me real quick, yeah. Candace. Yes. Uh, I heard you guys talking hoops before I locked on here. Uh, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, I would tell you my concern about ACC basketball mm-hmm. is that the national reputation of the league is being formulated right now mm-hmm. in some of these non-conference games. And let's see, uh, state lost today, so the ACC is fifty-two and twenty-three in non-conference play after the loss by the Wolfpack this morning. And I will okay. say this. I saw Florida State Monday night. <laughs> I saw Louisville a week ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I have not seen Boston College, but I am concerned
1: yeah. about
0: those three. Okay, hey, don't,
1: don't be concerned, though, about your Thanksgiving, Wes. I hope you yes. enjoy it. And I will definitely enjoy the call on Saturday from Duke, Duke, and Wake. And, yes, go, go, Elon.
0: go
2: Phoenix. Go <laughs> Elon.
0: Happy Thanksgiving.
2: See you guys. Be well. help you fix your home up. We are The Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.